as your team grows and the world seems to shrink and we're hiring people from all around the world, remote communication is really, really key in figuring out how to best communicate effectively with your team is extremely crucial. That was always important in business to know how to communicate with your team, but they were always so close to you. You saw them so often now in this remote environment and, and with people all over the world and you're dealing with different cultures and different expectations, it's become so much more important. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Build Your Team show. I am your host, Atiba, and, and guess what? If you're looking to build a team for your business because it's time for your business to grow, you are in the right place. I've been building teams for over 20 years for my companies, highly productive teams, and I'm here to share with you a lot of the stuff that I have learned over time, and there is nothing bigger with team than communication nothing bigger because if the communication fails everything else goes out the window and so we must get our communication right and so let's dive into this and talking about how we communicate virtually well and i've got seven tips for you that's not that's two seven we've got seven tips for you today that we use that i use to help communicate more effectively. Y'all ready? Let's buckle up. Let's jump into this. The first one is you've got to establish really clear communication guidelines, really, really clear communication guidelines up front. Let people know what you expect. So do you expect that you communicate every single day? Do you expect that, that you check in twice a day, three times a day? Do you expect that if you send a message or ask a question that you get a response within three hours? What are your expectations? Making sure that everybody on the team understands what everybody else's expectations are go a super, super long way, a super long way. You know, one of the things that happens in virtual teams a lot, I've seen this a ton is we, especially as the employers, because people are virtual, we may send a message or send something on a weekend and almost expect for them to respond. And some people will, and some people won't. And sometimes that leaves you even in a bit of frustration, like, man, why didn't they respond to me? Maybe they just don't work weekends. And if you didn't establish what the communication guidelines were up front, then you can run into problems. So like, for example, on our team, I tell them all the time, hey, listen, Sunday mornings very often I'm doing research and I'm learning new things and I may learn something new and I may share it with you over our communication channels. I don't expect you to respond till Monday. I don't. If you do and we dialogue, fantastic. But I have no expectation that you're going to respond until Monday. Okay. And those are the things. Likewise, they may tell you, hey, listen, five o'clock Fridays, family time. I'm out of here. I'm done. You, even if you send me something, I'm not going to respond until 9 a.m. Monday. You have to know and respect their boundaries as well. Okay. So clear 
communication guidelines. That's number one. Clear communication guidelines. Number two, use technology like you're virtual. So you've got to use technology. This should go without saying, but I had to say it because so many people still don't. They, 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 they're stuck in, in old ways. But use technology, use technical technology tools for your communication, whether that be video conferencing. So we use Zoom a ton, an absolute ton. And one of the things that we do on Zoom is we have all of our meetings on Zoom and we record all of our meetings on Zoom. That way, if the staff wants to go back and listen to it later, they can. We record everything, right? We record everything. What that saves me, and here's the the thing. Um, I take those recordings and I put them on YouTube and I put them on YouTube and every now and again, I go back through and I audit and see Who's actually watching the videos? Are these videos being watched? Now, this is a private YouTube channel that's only shared with my staff. So they're the only ones and all the videos on there are unlisted. So you can't find these videos. So I know if I'm seeing videos with views, it's the staff watching them. They're watching the videos. I want to see what they're going back to because that helps me also understand sometimes things that I didn't communicate well to them. If I see this one video has 10 views, my gosh, there's only two of us in the meeting. There were three of us in the meeting. How many times did y'all go watch this? There must've been something that wasn't communicated well. There must've been something that was confusing to them. We can revisit that, okay? So use the technology tools at your fingertips. One of the biggest tools at your fingertips, which will lead us into point three and point four. Point three and point four is project management tools. Project management tools, okay? So my point number three is you do want, and we talked about this a little bit, number one, about establishing communication. You do want to check in regularly. So beyond just understanding what their communication frequency is, you want to set a schedule of check-ins. So everybody on my staff has a meeting with their manager at least once a week. We have a once a week check-in with everyone and their manager. Okay. Now the managers then report to me and tell me, Hey, this is what's going on. We may have an issue here or we may need to fix this. What, what have you, my direct reports, we meet once a week as well. We meet once a week as well. We go through everything that's going on and have that regular check-in. Okay. The regular check-in one, it will help you make sure the task is staying on, on, on track, but two, it gives you and your employee a set time to have certain conversations. So for my staff, for each one of my staff, I actually keep a list and I call it the things to discuss list. Each one of them, we use Notion and we'll put a link down for Notion down below. We use Notion for a lot of our project management type stuff. And on each one of their boards in Notion or the pages in Notion, there's a section for things to discuss. They have the ability to add things to that list. I have the ability to add things to that list. And so when we meet, we may have certain topics that we know we have to discuss, and then we'll go to the things we need to discuss list. And it's just a running list of things that I need to talk to this particular person about. 
right? Or a group of people, depending on what the situation is. Okay. But there are no surprises because we keep that list. Everybody knows what's there and we can make sure that things get handled. We can make sure that we have these conversations in our regular check-in meetings. Number four is you want to stay organized and keep on track of tasks or keep on top of tasks and tracking your tasks. I said that wrong, right? You want to track your tasks. And that, again, is where the project management software can help you, whether that's Notion or ClickUp or whatever tool that you're using to manage your projects. Making sure that they're up to date and everyone has bought into using them is going to go a long way for your communication because it's going to be an objective look at at what needs to be done and when it needs to be done by and who it needs to be done by so that everyone understands their role and their responsibility to the entire team to the entire team. That's really one of the major benefits of using a project management software that is that view that everyone has of how they fit and where everything matters for the entire team. Okay. Number six, my sixth tip, and this is a big one. Don't micromanage your staff. This goes back to establishing clear communication goals and guidelines. If someone tells you that, hey, I want to, and when you're having the conversation about establishing guidelines, I want to check in once a day. I want to check in once every other day. Don't check in three times in a day. Okay. You're at that point breaking the relationship, breaking the relationship. Likewise, if someone tells you, hey, I want to, I want you to check in with me two, three times a day, then check in with them two, three times a day, whatever you agree to stay with that. Because if you do more than that, you will become a micro manager and nobody on your staff likes a micro manager. Okay. Now I know you're thinking I'm not a micromanager. I just got to make sure this stuff is super important and it's got to be done. And And I get that. I completely get that. And I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. And I will tell you that the answer to your question, which I've done other videos on, but the answer to your question is about the culture that you build in your organization of everyone understanding their role, everyone understanding they fit and everyone understanding why they are important. When people truly buy into great culture, you don't have to worry about micromanaging and saying, are they going to get it done? Because if they can't, they would have come to you and told you up front. They would have let you know what was going on. Okay, so it's super important, especially in the virtual world. It's easy to micromanage because you can't see people and you're curious as to what's going on and or nervous about what's going on. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't micromanage your staff. It will lead to burnout. It will lead to people quitting even faster than in in in-person environments. Okay. Do not micromanage your staff. And number seven, and number seven, 
you've got to make an effort to build real solid relationships with your staff. You've got to. You've got to ask them questions about themselves, about their family, about what's going on. Find out how they're doing with things. Have fun with them. Have easy times with them. Not everything be all about work. Laugh, joke. Because in this virtual environment, it's so easy for people to feel disconnected and like people don't care. And so show them that you care. Show them that they that you care and they will return that care to you and your business. Okay, super important. So guys, those are my seven tips for you. Those are my seven tips. Running back through them really quickly. All right, seven tips for effective communication with your virtual teams. Running back through them. Establish clear communication. Make use of technology. Check in regularly based on how you set up the, the, the communication guidelines. Okay. Stay organized using project management software. Clearly communicate again using project management software. Don't micromanage. Once you've done number one and once you've done number two, uh, excuse me, number three of checking in regularly and setting the guidelines for communications, don't overdo it. Don't do it. And then number seven, number seven, make an effort to really get to know your staff and really build a relationship with them. Guys, if you do these seven, I'm telling you, your communication and the effectiveness of your team will skyrocket. It will absolutely, absolutely skyrocket. If you miss any of these seven, you're going to struggle. And so if you're struggling right now, do the evaluation and figure out which one of these sevens you deprioritize, which one of these sevens you're not doing well, which one of these seven you might even think isn't that important and give it a try and then come back and let me know how it, it, it went. Drop me a comment. We'll love to hear from you. All right, everybody. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.